James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so today we're gonna go over, um, I guess, uh, Wednesday's games and Thursday's games, and then we'll take a look at some pickups, and then we'll preview Friday's games. Yeah, sounds good. Let's get into it. All right. So let's start with, um, I guess, uh, Wednesday's games. We have uh, the Jets versus the Sabers. Um, the Jets actually beat the Sabres in a shootout, so it went all the way down to the wire. We have uh, Semgis Gergensen with a goal for Buffalo in the first period. And in the second period, we have um, a goal by Blake Wheeler and Mason Appleton for the Jets, and Semgis Gergensen with another goal for Buffalo. No goals in the third period or in overtime. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this was a pretty close game. I, I guess, in my opinion, I got to see part of it. Um, yeah, it looks like it was pretty tight. Third period didn't have any goals. Overtime didn't even have any goals. So this team stayed tied for a while, um, went to the shootout, then lots of goals. Like um, it, it looks like here that Pierre-Luc Dubois, he scored for Winnipeg. Um, and then Olafson scored for Buffalo. Then Shifley scored for Winnipeg. And then Alex Tuck scored for Buffalo. I guess for some reason it doesn't show the winner. But I saw it. It was Blake Wheeler who won it for the Jets. And yeah, a clutch win for them. They're still trying to make the playoffs at the West. They're just outside the playoffs. I think a few points back of uh, either Vegas or Dallas, depending on tonight, who's going to be holding that spot. So um, yeah, it's definitely uh, a tough road for them to try and get in, but they're doing their best. And then, yeah, I guess for Buffalo, they have been playing pretty solid lately. So I guess it's great to see them get a point here in this game. Sure. And I guess, what are your thoughts on the development so far? Yeah, I mean, a lot of young players playing in the lineup, guys like uh, Tage Thompson, uh, Dylan Cousins, you know, Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck. Yeah, really solid development for Buffalo, for sure. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have the New York Rangers um, beating Detroit in overtime 5-4. to four. So it's a really high-scoring game. Um, in the first period, we have uh, Ryan Reeves and Philip Chidel for the Rangers. And we also have Michael Rasmussen and Jakob Brana for Detroit in the first period. Um, in the second period, we have uh, Tyler Bertuzzi for Detroit and Artemi Panarin for the Rangers. And in the third period, we have Adam Ernie for Detroit and Chris Kreider for the Rangers. And Andrew Kopp was able to clutch the game out for the Rangers in overtime. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's unfortunate for Detroit. They led this game multiple times, but they just kept letting the Rangers come back and tie it. They ended up losing in overtime. Obviously, the Rangers, they've been hot. Um, yeah, they, they've been winning a lot of games, and um, Detroit had a better effort here than we've seen in recent games. I know uh, they allowed, I think, 11 goals in Sunday's game, which is not good. But, yeah, they definitely looked better here, but still couldn't get it done against uh, the New York Rangers. Yeah, I guess it was kind of unfortunate, but... Um, what are your thoughts on the Rangers' chances in the playoffs? Yeah, it looks like they're trying to catch Carolina for first in their division. I don't think that's going to happen. So they're most likely going to be facing Pittsburgh in the first round. 
Um, yeah, their chances are as good as uh, I think both teams, they should be pretty even. I know the Rangers have beaten P- Pittsburgh a couple times lately, but when it comes to the playoffs, it definitely should be a close series in my opinion. And yeah, they have as good as any uh, one's chances in terms of, you know, getting out of the first round for sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another uh, shootout. Um, the Oilers were able to beat the Kings in a shootout four to three. So good job by the Oilers. We have Alexander Edler for the Kings in the first period. And we have uh, Cody uh, Chechi and Leon Dreisaitl for the Oilers in the first period. And in the second period, we have Connor McDavid for the Oilers and Quentin Byfield and Carl Gunstrom for the Kings. No goals in the third period or in overtime. What are your thoughts? Yeah, solid win here for the Oilers. Um, both of these two teams are sort of battling for that second place spot in the Pacific division. So the Oilers just get a little bit closer to the Kings now for that spot. Um, yeah, a great game by both Leon, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. They both scored in the game and they both scored in the shootout to give the Oilers the win. Um, yeah, I mean, this team, this Oilers team, they've just been so hot lately. Um, yeah, they've just been winning games. They've just been making ground on teams. They definitely have a chance at that second place spot in the division for sure. Sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, another uh, tight battle between the Blues and the Canucks. And the Blues were able to win 4-3. Uh, no goals in the first period, but in the second period uh, for Vancouver, we have Alex uh, Chasson and Elias Peterson. And uh, for the Blues, we have Nick Letty, Robert Thomas, and Ryan O'Reilly. In the third period, we have uh, Nathan Walker for the Blues and Elias Peterson for the Canucks. And uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, another tough loss for Vancouver. They lose back-to-back games to St. Louis. Um, Yeah, St. Louis is sort of turning things around now. They had a rough stretch. over the last couple of weeks. So good to see them turning it around as they try and solidify their playoff spot. And then Vancouver trying to make the playoffs, you lose back-to-back games like that. It just really doesn't help. It really hurts their chances. I mean, they still have a chance, but it's definitely going to be difficult for them. I guess um, if Vancouver makes it, uh, do you think they have the strength to go past the first round? Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be tough for sure. Um uh, yeah, I think for Vancouver, like if they somehow sneak into the playoffs, they're going to like sort of muster up a lot of energy to be able to do that, that maybe they might they might run out of gas when playoff time comes. So it's going to be tough for Vancouver either way. Hopefully they do make it and we'll definitely see if they get there. Hopefully for sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a big game by the Coyotes. They beat the Sharks 5-2 to two at um, the Coyotes' home. So a uh, good job by the Coyotes. Uh, we have Scott Reedy for San Jose in the first and Nick Ritchie for Arizona in the first. In the second, we have uh, yeah, Yannick for the Coyotes in the second period and Grant Burns for San Jose as well. In the third period, we have Yannick, Yannick for the Coyotes and uh, Barrett Hayden and Nick Schmaltz for the Coyotes as well. So well, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, great game for the Coyotes. Um... Yeah, I think one of their top players, Clayton Keller, got injured in this game, so hopefully he's okay. But yeah, uh, one of their more solid efforts, the Sharks have been decently hot lately, so 
Um, yeah, it's great to see the Coyotes getting a win and just looking competitive because we really didn't see that from them earlier in the season. And then, yeah, as for the Sharks, you can tell by their 29, 29 and eight record, they've been pretty mediocre for most of the year. And that's probably how they're going to finish probably around 500. Uh, they definitely played well early in the year. They definitely have something to build for for next year. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, uh, we have a big game by um, Vegas. They were able to get a shutout against uh, Seattle 3-0. to zero. So good job by uh, the Golden Knights. No goals in the first period, but Shea Theodore was able to put one on the board for Vegas in the second. And in the third period, we have goals by Michael uh, Amadio and Jonathan Marchesol. And uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, huge win for Vegas. They're trying to make the playoffs. They're just sitting in that final wild card spot as we speak. And uh, yeah, you got to beat the teams below you. Seattle's much below uh, Vegas. So yeah, this was a must win. They went into Seattle. They got it done. Good on Vegas. And then, yeah, as for Seattle, we talked about them all year. Um, they traded away a lot of their players at the deadline that they had acquired in the expansion draft to be able to get draft picks. So they don't have a lot of high-end talent on their roster right now. So they're pretty much just competing with, I guess, a bunch of the players that they have left. For sure. And I guess we can uh, move on to some of today's games. And uh, I guess we could start off with uh, New Jersey versus Boston. Um, this is a really big game by Boston. They were able to win eight to one. So pretty crazy game by Boston. Um, Matt Groshek and Jake DeBrusk in the first for Boston. And uh, Jack Hughes for the only goal of the game for New Jersey in the first period. And then in the second period, we have a bunch of goals by Eric Halla, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, uh, Brad Marchand again, Mark McLaughlin, and Taylor Hall, all for Boston. No goals in the third period. And so what are your thoughts on this game? This was basically the bounce back that Boston needed after losing to Toronto. They just took out their anger and frustration on the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, great game for Boston, obviously. Looked really solid. As for New Jersey, the wheels have completely fallen off. They're eliminated from playoff contention. Um, not much else I can say is I don't want to bury them more than they already got buried in this game. But yeah, Boston looking really good out of this. Yeah, I'm I guess Boston is more more than ready for the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely agree. They've been pretty hot as of late. I think they've won like what eight out of their last ten, something crazy like that. So yeah, they're playing really well. For sure, but the Leafs are also pl playing pretty well. They beat the Jets seven to three, so that's also pretty crazy by the Leafs. Um, in the first period, we have Blake Wheeler and Paul Stastny for the Jets with Mark Giordano getting one on the board for the Leafs. And in the second period, we have uh, William Nylander for the Leafs. And we also have John Tavares and Ilya Amikiev for the Leafs with William Nylander getting two goals in the second period. And we have Nikolai Ehlers for the Jets in the second period as well. And uh, Austin Matthews was able to get, and I guess, I think it's his 50th goal. I don't remember. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 50th goal for uh, the Leafs in the third period. And Timothy uh, Liljegren was able to get a goal of his own for the Leafs. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, solid win from the Leafs. Um, congrats to Austin Matthews. Uh, being the first Leafs player to hit 50 goals, I think, since the 90s. So 
It's pretty impressive. He's also the first player this season to hit 50 goals in the league. So he's playing really well. Uh, he definitely has an outside chance of hitting 60, which I don't think any Leafs player has ever done. So, um, yeah, he could be making some history coming up. Uh, solid win for Toronto. They definitely played really well. Um, the Jets, we just talked about them beating Buffalo the night before. So I can definitely, you know, make an excuse for them not winning this game. Um, yeah, they just uh, really couldn't keep up with Toronto here. I guess, um, what are your thoughts on Austin Matthews' legacy so far? Yeah, definitely one of the best young goal scorers in the game today. Uh, he might be the best pure goal scorer in the game outside of Alex Ovechkin, but obviously Ovechkin's just moving out of his prime. So Matthews is just kind of entering it. So definitely really solid so far. Sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. And here we have uh, Chicago versus Florida. Uh, Florida was able to more than defend their home. They basically shut out Chicago 4-0. So really impressive game by the Panthers. Um, we have Alexander Barkov in the first for Florida, Ryan Lomberg and Gustav Forling for Florida in the second, and Alexander Barkov with another goal for Florida in the third. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is pretty insane what Florida's been doing to teams. I think they scored seven goals the other night. Now they get a 4 nothing shutout. Yeah, they're pretty much the top team in the East at this point, one of the best teams in the league overall. Yeah, they're, they're just playing really well as of late. And yeah, as for Chicago, we know they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They're sort of just sort of playing out the end of their season. Um, yeah, they sort of met their match in Florida as Florida is one of the best home teams in the league. Yeah, and I guess, um, what are your thoughts on Florida's plans for the playoffs? Yeah, they've had it tough in the playoffs. They haven't won a playoff round since 96, which is, I think, the longest active drought in the league. So, yeah, uh, they are looking to win their first playoff series in a long time this year. I guess depending on which team they draw in the first round, we'll definitely see if that can happen. Hopefully playoff jitters don't get them and that they're actually able to come through this year. I mean, they have a really solid roster. They shut out Chicago, so I think that's pretty impressive. So, I think anyone who faces Florida is probably going to be the nervous team. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see about that. I know Tampa Bay wasn't nervous last year. Yeah, well, I mean, Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. I mean, if they end up facing Tampa Bay again, it could cause them some problems, so we'll have to see. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have an impressive game by the Islanders. They were able to defend their home against Columbus 5-2, to two, so pretty good job by the Islanders. Uh, we have Sebastian Eno and Oliver Wallstrom for the Islanders in the first. In the second, we have uh, Emil Bemstrom and Justin Danforth for Columbus. And in the third period, we have Kyle Palmieri, Matthew Barzell, and Ryan Pollock with goals of their own for the Islanders in the third. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this game, of course, it was tied by the end of the second period. And then the New York Islanders just kind of took over. Um, they get back-to-back -back wins against the Blue Jackets. Both of these teams are sort of eliminated from playoff contention. Um, they're just sort of playing out the remainder of their seasons. Um, the Islanders, obviously, they're trying to prove, I guess, that they were sort of better than like the way that they started. And then I guess for Columbus, they still do have a winning record, which is pretty impressive, but they've sort of struggled as of late. Yeah, and I guess, what are your thoughts on the future of these two teams? 
Yeah, I know Columbus, they're a bit younger, so I definitely think they have a bright future. The Islanders are a little bit older, so they might need to do some sort of a rebuild or retool. But yeah, both teams definitely have a chance of making the playoffs next season. Sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another shutout by the Hurricanes. They were able to shut out Montreal 4-0, so a good job by the Hurricanes. In the first pair, we have Sebastian Aho. I guess it's a different Sebastian Aho. Mm-hmm. for the Hurricanes, and Andrei Sveshnikov for the Hurricanes in the first. In the second period, we have Tuvo Turbinen for the Hurricanes. And in the third period, we have Andrei Sveshnikov again for the Hurricanes. So what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, apparently there was an ironic stat that both Sebastian Ajo scored at exactly 7.15 p.m. Eastern in their respective games, which is actually insane. Exact same time in each separate game for the exact same named player. Whether it's true or not, that's still pretty impressive that they both ended up scoring at a similar time. So that's a, that is an interesting stat. And yeah, a great win here for the, uh, the Hurricanes. Um, yeah, they pretty much handled Montreal. Montreal, they've looked really poor in their past couple of games. That blowout that they lost to Florida, then losing this game, you can really tell the talent deficiency on that team. Yeah, Carolina, they're first in their division. They're pretty much heading straight for the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, great on the Hurricanes for getting a big win here. For sure. I mean, Carolina's been looking really solid this entire season. So I'm guessing they're looking like one of the contenders. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're definitely the top team out of the Metro division for sure. For sure. And I guess looking at some of the remaining games that are going on on March 31st, as of this recording, actually, I think another one just finished. Um, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Minnesota Wilds uh, just ended. So um, it looks like um, this is, or is it still in overtime right now? So yeah, it just ended 4-3 in overtime. Pittsburgh just beat um minnesota let's see if they'll update the goal scorers here um yeah it hasn't been updated um yet, yeah just just recap the game and i'll see if i can find the overtime goal score okay so i guess so far it looks like in the first period we have uh Rickard card raquel for pittsburgh in the first uh, matt dumba for the wild in the first and in the second period, we have Jake Gunsell and uh, Ricard Raquel again for Pittsburgh and Frederick Bidreau in the second. And uh, in the third period, we have Kirill Kaprizov in the third for Minnesota. And Evgeny Malkin was the one who was able to clutch it out for Pittsburgh in overtime. So I guess this game just ended, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, this is a good win for Pittsburgh. Actually, they have struggled as of late against New York Rangers. I know they had that big win against Detroit, but I guess other than that game, they haven't really looked as impressive. It's a great way to come and get a win in Minnesota. Um, So yeah, I'm impressed with the Penguins. And as for Minnesota, honestly, this just seems kind of like a one-off because they have been so hot as of late. Um, Like, yeah, they've been one of the hottest teams in the West uh, as we speak. I think they've won like eight out of their last 10. And they had won seven in a row coming into this game. So I don't think Minnesota has anything to worry about. They lost to a really good Penguins team. And yeah, I think um, they should be really solid heading into the playoffs as well. For sure. And I guess looking at the rest of the games um, going on still, we have San Jose and Colorado tied uh, one each in the third. 
Um, the Kings are currently ahead of Calgary 1-0 in the third. And uh, Dallas is ahead of Anaheim 1-0 in the first period. So I guess we can move on to the pickups portion of the podcast. And starting with forwards, who do you have? All right, for forwards, I'll start with Joel Erickson Eck from the Minnesota Wild. Uh, he's around 50% rostered center eligible. Um, he went pointless in this game against Pittsburgh, but prior to that, um, I believe he had five points in his previous four games, along with a plus two, three power play points. And he was averaging like three shots per game and two hits per game. He was really on fire. I think this might be a one-off. He definitely can bounce back against Carolina on Sunday. So, um, or sorry, on Saturday. So yeah, definitely go take a look at Erickson. He's only a shallow league pickup as he's really close to 50% rostered. Um, but yeah, he's definitely someone that should be looked at. I also have Ricard Raquel from the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know you talked about him in this game. He had a couple goals. Uh, he was a plus one and he had two shots. The two games before that, he had four shots along with three points combined and a plus two in those three games. Along, as long as uh, he's been also, he's been averaging um, two hits on average per game in the, the previous uh, five games that he had played. So um, yeah, he's just been so solid. Uh, right wing, left wing eligible. Um, he's under 25% rostered. So you should be able to find him in a lot of leagues. Definitely go pick up Raquel from the Penguins. And sure. sorry, one more. I uh, almost forgot. Dylan Strom. He's been one of the hottest players in the league, playing at center with Alex Dabrinka and Patrick Kane in Chicago. Center right wing eligible, around 35% rostered. He's been jumping up almost 10% every week uh, since he's been catching fire. He got shut out against Florida, so obviously no points there. But in the games before that, he had two assists, one goal, and then one assist, then one goal and an assist, and one goal and an assist, and then an assist. So I think he had like a five or six game point streak there. Really solid. Uh, he was a plus one on a pretty low level Chicago team, which is also impressive. And he had like three power play points. So um, yeah, um, he's just been so solid and playing with high end scoring players. Dylan Strom was pretty much a must add in my books. Yeah, he really sounds like a must add. He's been, looks like he's been uh, playing really well all week. So uh, you should definitely take a look at Dylan Strom. And I guess some players that I think people can maybe take a look at. Um, I'll start with Brock Nelson first for New York Islanders. Uh, for the season, 32 goals, 16 assists, 138 shots, and he's plus two. I think for his last few games, he ended up having um, five goals just in the last few games. So um, he's mostly a shallow league pickup, um, I guess, as of this recording. So definitely check your waiver wire, see if he's still available. If he is, you can definitely take a look at it. I guess for my next pickup, um, I guess people can maybe take a look at um, Robert Thomas. I think he's more of a deep, I guess more of a deep league pickup. He's kind of a shallow league pickup if you need some assists. He has 40 assists for the season. He has 13 goals. He's plus five with 85 shots. So his biggest um, appeal is assists. So if you really need some, you can definitely pick him up for that. And I guess for my last forward, um, you can take a look at Eric Holla for um, Boston. He's strictly a deep league pickup but he has uh, nine goals, 23 assists. He's plus nine with 110 shots. So he's been taking a lot of shots lately. He did get a goal against New Jersey. 
So hopefully you'll be able to get some more gold soon. He gets a lot of assists. He's playing um, with Boston, so he's plus, his plus minus is going to be really good as well. So I guess uh, that's about it for forwards. So who do you have for defense? All right, for defense, I'll jump right back on the Boston train with you there. Um, I've got Hampus Lindholm. Uh, we talked about him getting traded to Boston, how well he was playing. He got an assist in this game against New Jersey, three shots, one hit. Um, he's not going to score a point every game as he's more defensive, but he has two points in the four games he's played with Boston. Uh, he's a solid plus three. Um, he's averaged at least two shots per game in all of the first four games he's played. And I mean, he's averaged two hits as well. So if you're averaging two shots and two hits, um, yeah, you're pretty much a solid player in my books. So um, for defense, I know you're not always expecting points. You're expecting category coverage, and Hampus Lindholm does that very well. He's under 20% rostered. You can definitely find him in most leagues, so definitely a great add. And then I'll give Damon Severson from New Jersey. Obviously, um, they had a big loss, but he still got a point in that game. Um, he got a point the game before. He actually has a five-game point streak. So for a defenseman, that's pretty solid. Uh, his plus minus is probably going to hurt you, but uh going to have to deal with that with him being on New Jersey. He also plays on the power play, two power play points in his past four games. Um, he's taking shots every game, and he's getting a hit almost every game as well. So um, he's definitely a guy that you could take a look at. Um, he's definitely going to be really solid, especially if you have an injury on defense. Um, maybe like an Aaron Eckblad or, or someone else that you might have lost. Uh, definitely uh, Severson's a guy you can pick up. Sure. And I guess um, for me, I think for defense, if you're in a deep league, you can maybe take a look at Brady Skay. Um, for the season, he has uh, eight goals, 21 assists, plus 17 with 148 shots. He also gets a decent amount of hits as well. He gets um, at least one most of the time. I think for his uh, last two games, he got three hits, um, gets a lot of shots, gets some assists. He's playing with Carolina, so his plus minus is going to be good as well. So um, I think uh, Brady Skate is a pretty good all-around defenseman for deep leagues. And I guess another deep league pickup would be um, Keandre Miller. Um, I guess Keandre Miller's biggest appeal is hits, so if you really need some you can definitely take a look at K. Andre Miller for that. And I guess looking at goalies, uh, who do you have? All right, for goalies, I have Pavel Fransos from the Colorado Avalanche. He's their backup goalie. Uh, he's around 40% rostered because all he does is pretty much win. Uh, he's won his previous three starts heading into uh, Thursday night where he's currently tied with the San Jose Sharks. He's only allowed one goal. Actually, I take that back. Colorado just scored right now. So he is up against the San Jose Sharks. So it looks like he's going to get his fourth win in his last four starts. I mean, this is a guy that he might only get one start for you per week, but it's probably going to be a win and he's probably not going to allow a lot of goals. So if you're heading into the fantasy playoffs, which I believe start next week, uh, he's definitely a guy you want to have as maybe your third or fourth goalie, depending. And maybe you can roll him out there, you know, just to get that win that week, just to get those good stats. It's definitely something you should be looking for. So if Fran Souls is on your waiver wire, he might only be in shallow leagues at this point, but definitely a pretty solid ad. For sure. And I guess for goalies, I'm going to recommend Cal Peterson again. 
Um, he has 18 wins for the season so far. Save percent is uh, 90. His goal against average is a little bit high, 2.74. Um, he was able to get a win against Seattle. Uh, currently, I think the Kings are tied now with Calgary one-to-one in the third period. So there is a chance he's going to get another win, depending on how it turns out. His schedule looks pretty doable for the Kings, so he could be getting um, some more wins next week. And so uh, that, that about, um, I guess, ends the pickup portion of the podcast. So we can move on to previews and uh, starting with, I guess, um, the Nashville Predators versus the Buffalo Sabres. Um, who do you have? Yeah, I'd probably lean Nashville, but don't count Buffalo out. They've been pretty hot as of late. Been getting clutch wins against really a heavy opponents. So uh, I would lean Nashville for this game, but Buffalo is definitely a team to watch. All right. And uh, moving on to Chicago versus Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay has a three-win streak, so do they get a four-win streak? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, Chicago's coming off no rest. They just got slapped around by Florida on Thursday night. This is not a good spot for them. I definitely like Tampa Bay here. All right. And uh, moving on to Battle of New York Islanders versus the Rangers. Uh, Who do you think has to keep their streak? Yeah, I think give me the Rangers here. They're at home. They're one of the best home teams in the NHL. Um, And the Islanders are just coming off of a back-to-back. So they are going to be a little bit tired coming in. Uh, Yeah, I like the Rangers in this spot. Uh, moving on to Ottawa versus Detroit. Um, both teams have upset potential, but who takes this? Yeah, this is a tough one to predict. I definitely like Detroit at home. I would probably lean that way, but honestly, this game could go either way. Sure. And uh, moving on to St. Louis versus Edmonton, who do you think takes this game? I think I got to roll with the Oilers until they stop winning. They've won a lot of games recently. Like this team is really determined to make the playoffs. I think they've won seven out of their last 10, two in a row. Yeah. You got to give me the Oilers on this one. All right. And speaking of a playoff push, we have Vegas against Seattle again. Vegas is on a three win streak right now. They're really trying to make their push. So uh, do you think they get another win? I don't know. Does Seattle let them get another win? That's the question. Uh, this definitely should be a must win for Vegas. Uh, it honestly could go either way, though. I think Seattle definitely does play better this time around. Uh, do I see Seattle winning? Probably not. It'll be Vegas probably again, but it'll definitely be a closer game. All right. And uh, moving on to Anaheim versus Arizona. Um, Anaheim's at a five-lot um, losing streak. So I guess... Is Arizona going to add to this? I mean, Anaheim has not won a game in their last 10 games. They're 0-8-2. I think you have to go with Arizona at this point. They just definitely seem like a more solid team. I don't know how the wheels have fallen off like this for the Ducks, but I guess Arizona being an underdog in this game is actually surprising to me, and I would happily take them uh, in this game. Yeah, give me Arizona to upset. All right. And I guess... That's about it for um, Friday's game. So uh, do you have any final thoughts? 
Yeah, I'll start with the Western Conference and how close everything is. I mean, you got Vegas in the final wildcard spot with 78 points. Dallas right under them with 77. Winnipeg is 76. Vancouver has 73. So all these teams are just right in the race there trying to make the playoffs. It's going to get down to the final week of the season. I know it's going to. So it's going to be pretty exciting down the stretch. And then as for the Eastern Conference, we talked about all the shuffling going on. Um, it looks like Toronto is now in the second place spot in the Atlantic and the Rangers are also in the second place spot in the Metro. So both teams moved up a spot um, looking to get home ice advantage for the first round of the playoffs against their respective matchups. So uh, really solid weeks from both of those two teams. For sure. And I guess the race is getting, I guess it's even tighter now because pretty much every team in the West is only like a few points away from each other. Yeah, I honestly couldn't even pick one team uh, if you asked me which one's going to make the playoffs. I think Vegas might somehow find their way into the playoffs, knowing them, uh, how they have that playoff streak ever since they came into the league. But Dallas, they got a lot of games left, so they definitely have, uh, I think, what, four games in hand. Uh, well, actually, after uh, the Thursday game, it's going to be, what, three games in hand, so... Um, if they stay up uh, in their matchup against Anaheim, they can definitely pass Vegas before the night's done. So, yeah, it, it's going to be really close. So I definitely want to find out who gets in. Sure. I mean, Dallas and Winnipeg, they're not too far behind Vegas. Uh, Vancouver, they're a little bit far behind. I think Vancouver's at a point where they're kind of hoping for the teams ahead of them to kind of go on a losing streak. So, they're going to have to make a major push and kind of hope for the best. I think Vancouver's got to win like maybe three or four games in a row and then just kind of see where they are at that point. That's kind of my opinion on their spot so far. Sure. And I guess uh, that about uh, wraps it up for this week of Everything NHL. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a like, give us a review, give us your thoughts on the NHL season so far. If you like what you listen to, you can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.